0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show I have one of my uh, good old friends uh, that I've known for a while, since the UWM days, Uh, but she's out here making music, and uh, her debut album just came out. It's called Internet Girl Number 1 please welcome Liza Jane to the show. Thank you for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh my god. How are (laughs) you? How are you? I'm good. I'm doing really good. I'm really excited about everything that's been happening. I mean, it's been, I think, a little less than two weeks since we dropped the project and... It's just gotten so much love and such a, a beautiful, like, warm, loving reception, and so mm-hmm. like it's just crazy because I put so much work and time and effort and so much of myself into the project. So to finally like get to this point is just like massive. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's uh, story after story, um, like track by track, which is so beautiful. And I'm excited to talk about your process and just everything that went into it. But first, uh, let's have a little drinking. <laughs> uh, so we got gin and tonic on the table.
1: Yeah, that's my drink
0: of choice. Cheers. Always. Yeah. If you want to buy me a drink, if you see me out, gin, gin and tonic, tonic. Always. Let's go. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never been a real tonic guy, but uh, I mean, I maybe I just. You know, I I don't really drink this kind of stuff. I'm more of a beer guy myself. But.
1: That's valid. I can I can appreciate a good beer as mm-hmm. well. But yeah, you gotta say, gotta say slint. Yeah, the gut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Just cute girly things. I,
0: yeah, yeah, right. Internet girl things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> um, yeah, uh, saw you at Company Brewing last night. Um, did you have a good night?
1: I did, yeah, yeah. I was out there um, supporting Jordan, um, which they did such an amazing job. Seriously, I'd never seen them perform before, and it was so beautiful and so exciting, and like, I think that's like a huge thing too, is like, it's just exciting to be here in Milwaukee in the music community that we have right now. I think it's like definitely an underrated community of people, and like... Just to get to be a part of it is oh, yeah. so awesome. Totally.
0: I'm so glad you're a part of it now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, geez. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy that you're really following your truth with this whole thing. Um, so go with that being said, so what we talk, mister on Mr. Nesca, we talk love and fear through our passion and creative minds. And uh, like I said before, um we met like two years ago, I think. Uh, it was when we were I was still over at day three. And, um, at that point you were, uh, an orientation leader yes. at UWM, <laughs> um, you, uh, were film, right?
1: Yep. Still, still like senior year, one more year. I'm about to get my film degree. I think that that's something a lot of people actually don't know about me um yeah. particularly cuz I've got Stephen in my corner who does so much phenomenal film stuff nice. but Shout I think to Steven. yeah no seriously He's behind the camera. yeah seriously um I love this man but yeah. um yeah I mean like it honestly it works really well because so much of like creativity and the music process goes hand in hand with film content and yeah. just like even in uh, the music video that we shot for Skinny Jeans and Bucket Hats, as well as, like, other concepts that we have in the way. It's, like, an extremely collaborative, excuse me, collaborative process. So, um, you know, I really get to work uh, one-on-one with Steven and kind of, like, bring the vision that we have together to life. Yeah,
0: totally. And that's that's such a beautiful essence of what, um, you know, what our music scene is all about, is Mm -hmm. that team building, is that you know, having people in your corner that really like invest in you and believe in you. And that's such a wonderful thing. And, um, so, um, I want to, so I want to take it back and hear a little bit about like, I guess where you like really started, um, finding like, uh, really when you decided like, this is what I want to do. I want to start making music. Like, was that like a goal you had like, like for a while and it sort of just one day you were like, okay, I'm going to do this now.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I started writing music actually when I was 14 years old, um, just like on my ukulele um, with my dad. Actually, Uh Um, he was like super supportive and encouraging of me to do that. And I think I always kind of like had the the goal and like the the desire to like be part of a music group. I like always wanted to like be in a band, and like I even like was in a band. I like formed a band when I was in high school, and then kind of took some time off, and then was with, like, an alternative band for a little while. I had
0: no... I did not know these things about it. Yeah, it's (laughs) true.
1: Yeah. So, like, the first group that I was with was actually a jazz trio. And we did, like, old school, like, classical, like, jazz music. Like, really smooth and, like, technical. And um, that was, like, the first opportunity that I got to actually do one of my own songs. We, like, worked... A song um, I've, I can't even remember what it's called but it was like me singing about like feeling bad about body image or something sure, yeah. and we performed at the talent show and won like my senior year and it was like a whole thing but then you know you move away and new opportunities are found and then when I got to be with the psychedelic rock band it was awesome because it gave me the opportunity to start performing again and like really start getting into that and writing some with them but I think I also knew that that wasn't really like my niche or exactly what I wanted to do and so I've been writing continuously, you know, throughout, like, since the time that I began writing, um, but then just to be given the opportunity to really start to, like, work with producers and take myself more seriously and really start to approach music the way that I've always wanted to, mm-hmm. um, relatively, um, we're coming up like, actually, like, the year anniversary is, like, right now, so, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember,
0: so, I remember it was, like, I, like, I saw, like, New like, I saw Liza Jane drop this song, I'm like, oh my god, Liz is making music now, so <laughs> fuck yeah, like, um, yeah, um, so, yeah, I guess like, uh, what, um, so, around like, when it, like, back, back in track a year, like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, um, yeah, like, how did you, like, get, you know, get back, back into it, like, what got you back started? Yeah,
1: I mean, it really was, like, all just by chance, like, it was, I, Felt like fate, to be honest, and and I said that whenever talking about my experience with the music, because I really do feel like so blessed. Like, no no person like had to give me an opportunity, but just the fact that like I've been surrounded with individuals who are supportive and like could kind of see the vision that I've had like has just been so huge and so. Um, it started just with uh, me uh, getting into the studio at J Three actually mm-hmm. and putting down like a really crappy yeah. track. That eventually made its way into the hands of Lucian, um, Lucian Parker. Shout out Lucian. Yeah, I love him. You yeah. know, he knows he's my boy too. I really he's love the best. him. Yes. Um, and so yeah, I mean, he gave me the opportunity to start um, recording at Twenty One X, and as well as Spice God too, came into the picture. Spice God. And so like yeah. the first. Uh, single that I ever released on SoundCloud was a YouTube beat, but then after that, like I exclusively have been working with producers, and Spice God was the person that I worked with for the first like six months of me doing music more seriously. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of where it all began. But I mean, like it really just felt like like domino effect. Like yeah. once once the first piece had fallen, you know, it was just like this is something that I've always wanted to do, and so I'm not really the type of person to sleep on an opportunity, so the minute that I was able to get into the, the studio and, and start making my own music, it was game over, you know, like, right. it was just, like, full on from there.
0: Totally, yeah. Um, Spice got another young guy killing it out here, a uh, guy I also knew before he started making music, and it's just cool to see him actualizing himself. Um, really, really awesome to see, you know, all that coming to fruition. So, this album. Internet girl number one. Tell me, like, what was your, like, I guess, like, um, like concept of it? Like, why did you want to put this particular album out? What, like, you know, track by track is, this, is it telling the audience about yourself?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you've listened to it, I think... You probably have taken away that it's a very personal project. I I put a lot of myself into it, but at the same time, I feel that there's no other way to really make music, mm-hmm. um, at least personally. I mean, when I'm creating music, I really am just, like, allowing music to help me experience life and go through life, and, like, creating music is something that really, like, fuels me and, like, allows me to just, like, continue on with my day, and it makes me feel better, yeah. whether that be, like, listening to it or creating it, you know, like, it's it's always been huge for me, and so with the project, I mean, it was always a goal to put together a body of work um, to release kind of as, like, my first kind of stepping onto the scene, I mean, we've been dropping singles here and there on SoundCloud and kind of experimenting with different styles and different sounds. I mean, like, I have an EDM track out there. I feel like that's, like, not something that a lot of people would necessarily know. Like, that's very random. But with the project, like, really, it was just about timing and about everything kind of coming together correctly, and um, that guy, Eli... Um, Eli yeah. um, one of my closest friends um, Spice God is actually the one who introduced me to him and he actually became the executive producer on the project and so uh, this was all kind of happening like uh, early springtime um, and I've, I've made so many tracks we've got yeah. so many tracks in existence that we're just like holding on to right now just yeah. from the, the idea of just like creating as much as you possibly can mm-hmm. Um, But once I really locked in with Eli, you know, like that's when things really started to to move And it was just like the things that I was making started to feel like a more genuine reflection of myself And the types of songs that I wanted to be creating and slowly by little by little uh, you know, like everything kind of started to to come together and um, All of a sudden it was like wow, we have a we have a project or at least the the bones of a project because you know I think the songs were written By late April, early May, everything was written. Mm -hmm. We spent four months working on re-recording, working on the production. I mean, I can't even tell you, like, the number of hours that I spent working with Lucian, just, like, making sure that we had, like, all of the mixes correct, making sure that, like every part of the songs were intentional and were exactly how we wanted them to be. Um, I didn't really want to leave like any stone unturned because with my first project, I wanted to really show people what I was capable of and also like show people the vision. And I, and the thing that's exciting is like, I still feel like I have so far to go and like right now the music that I'm creating is better than the music that's on the project, but that is like natural and that's exactly the way that it should be. And so, like I said, to finally get the opportunity to share this body of work that I've put, like I said, so much of myself into, and so much time, and so many other individuals have, like, dedicated their time mm-hmm. and talents to, it's just, like, really exciting. I love the track, uh, Self-Help, it's a very beautiful, beautiful track. Yeah, that was the scariest track for me, I made that track, um, yeah, you know, I made that track, I think, probably in March, um, which is, like, always a very difficult time of year for me my birthday's in March so I always get kind of like jazzed about my birthday and yeah. then like it starts to get warmer and things are okay but you yeah. know like when it living in Wisconsin it's so cold and it's so dark mm-hmm. and like you get to that point where you really yeah. feel like uh you know like shit like will it ever get warm again March is a very yeah <laughs> you I, know I hate that time of year too. exactly yeah. and so I think like definitely like it's fair to say that like I've struggled with some seasonal depression and some demons that I've had to overcome and I've been in therapy for um, over a year now. And that nice. was something that I think, like, when I first started going, I was very, like, not embarrassed, but it was definitely, like, the type of thing that I, yeah. I wanted to keep to myself. I felt like it was, it was a personal thing that I needed to go through. And, and over the course of time, you know, I've become very open about it because yeah. I, I believe everybody should have a therapist. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> because, you know, just, like, having someone that you can really, like, talk through things with. And, and I, was, I was just speaking about this with my partner. Um, last night, truthfully, like it's getting to that point of like understanding yourself and understanding that like bad things are gonna happen and you're always gonna have a hard time, but putting yourself in a position where you can be kind to yourself and you can understand yourself and help yourself through those hard times is really what's so pinnacle. And so when I made the track, I was at a time actually where I hadn't been to therapy for several months. Um, it was something that I've really been wanting to go to. I've really been struggling with, um, and and then I like was like unable to go I kept missing my appointments and so the voicemail from my therapist inside of there was definitely like an extremely vulnerable moment for me to include that but I think that like it was important because like I said like at that moment that's really where I was at and that's Mm -hmm. what I was experiencing and so I needed to put that into the music and then once that song was in existence I couldn't get away from it. Like, I, I just wanted to listen to it, and I mm-hmm. felt so stuck on it because I felt like it was one of the most honest tracks that I've ever created. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I think that one of the hardest things about going to therapy, like, and sharing that piece about yourself is, like, a lot of people struggle to... Like, it's an admittance to yourself mm-hmm. to be going to therapy. Yep. Admitting to yourself that something is wrong, something needs... Um, you know, you you need, like, um, uh, help getting to where you want to be, you, you know, you need, like, some kind of um, outlet that allows you to, you know, channel, like, um, your demons, and it's hard enough to, like, admit that to yourself, but let alone other people, and, yeah. and putting that into a track, like, that's some, that is some true, like, vulnerability, but also some real self-awareness, yeah. it sounds like. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, I think, what did I call it? I was talking to Trip one day and I think I was saying it's like sad, sad kids at the club vibe, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. just like the track itself kind of slaps like it's it's created by Spice God and you always know like if Spice God's on the beat, like it's going to be really icy and really, mm-hmm. really kind of like a yes. cold, like hitting yeah. beat. So I think, like, the juxtaposition, and the other thing, too, that is exciting is, like, we were really playing with the structure of the song as well, you know, like, if you get down to the technicality of it, and I think you can kind of see this throughout the entire project as well, like, I don't really feel the need to subscribe to, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah, bridge, right. chorus, it's oh, chorus, yeah, right. Sure. you know, so, like, getting the opportunity to play around with that and kind of, like, allowing, like, the voicemail to be its own interlude and kind of just like letting letting the track kind of go as you want and like experiencing it that way and even to like the list that I kind of read off at the end that's an actual text that my mom sent me like my <laughs> you know like it's it's those type of things where it's like I like I said all I can do is really like put myself out there and, and try to be honest because at the same time like I know that other people are, are experiencing very similar things and I know mm-hmm. that for me, music is the most powerful when I feel like artists are being the most vulnerable. And, and I've had plenty of times where I've been going through some really terrible shit and I've been able to turn to other people's music to mm-hmm. help me out of that. And so to know that I have the opportunity to be doing that for someone else and quite frankly too, like, am doing that for people currently just based on, like, messages that I've received from people since the projects his dropped, like, damn near makes me, like, emotional yeah. because it's just, like that is, that's why I'm doing all this. I mean, like, in some ways it's selfish and it's personal, but in a lot of other ways, like, the opportunity to be able to do that for someone else is just beyond. Oh yeah,
0: Music is, uh, it's the closest thing we have to magic, (laughs) I I like to think, um, because it does have that, that, you know, universal, uh, ability of, like, bring people together and making people feel less alone in the world Mm -hmm. and, Really, like you know, affecting you know your perceptions of what you're going through. So that's awesome. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, you just went on tour recently with Nile. Yes, little we Little tour went to Chicago and St. Louis. Tell me a little bit about the experience.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it was definitely surreal because that was my first time ever performing as a solo artist. Yeah. So yeah. to like the the first time you're doing any of this stuff to be like in different cities is like very crazy, but. It was just like an amazing opportunity as well. I mean, to, to get to travel to, for, in the first place this is just very cool. I really enjoy like exploring and venturing out and experiencing other cultures outside of the city yeah. of Milwaukee and, you know, like getting the opportunity to perform with local artists from those cities, mm-hmm. which we did have on the bill at both shows was very cool because again, like it feels like we're really bridging the gaps uh, between like these different cities and like kind of like I said I mean at times it feels like the Milwaukee music community can be very isolated it feels like nobody's paying attention to us or like the people who are aware of it are the people who are in it But to to like get to have that opportunity to kind of like expand upon that and like show people what Milwaukee is capable of. Particularly too, I mean like the individuals that I was performing with, like I trust those people first of all on like a friendship and a love level. But like also just like the quality of their music and like the the music that's being produced right now from Nile and Mind and practically all the people in the Fat Nerds, you know, all those guys. Shout out the Fat Nerds. (laughs) Yeah, I I love those boys. Like those those are also my boys. I know I'm claiming a lot, but really like these people like uh, there's a there's a line in one of my tracks talking about the people that I'm making music with are my family and mm. that is like the truest thing I think maybe I've ever said. I've found more love and more community with yeah. these people and these artists and these individuals that I've been working with in the past year than maybe I ever have in my life and mm. so like I said, to get to go on that journey with, with those individuals and, and get to be sharing that in other cities is a really special experience mm. and I'm really thankful to have been afforded that opportunity. Awesome.
0: fuck yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait you know, for you to continue that, you know, and, you know, furthering that, that travel, um, that experience, you know, seeing different parts of the country, different, you know, and beyond that, like, it'll, it, it'll be really cool to see, like, um, you know, you bring your sound abroad and everything too.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a goal, um, you know, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to be too premature about any of that stuff, but I mean, like, I get so geeked, Steven <laughs> Steven can tell you, my coworkers can tell you. I mean like I'll be like on like the stat websites for like Spotify or Apple Music. Just like Steven, we've got forty-three people listening in Canada. Like I've never been to Canada. Canada we've got bro. we've got three people in Japan. Yeah, I don't know yeah. anyone from Japan. Know, you know? and yeah. it's like those numbers are small, but even just like the fact that like right now there are people who don't speak the same language as me, who like don't, have never been to Milwaukee, no have never met yeah, me, right. like will, like may, probably will never meet me, but they're like sitting down and like hearing the stuff that I'm creating, like that is so special. Yeah. And like, like I said, like it's hard for me not to get geeked about it. And like, that might just be some very stereotypical stuff for like artists that are like, have been doing this a long time or like yeah. um, have like a larger following than I do. But like, I just feel so blessed.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, and uh, rightfully so. I, I, get, I get so geeked about thinking so about that too. I'm yeah. Like, fuck. What if someone's watching a show in, like fucking you know like uh, Eastern Europe? Yeah. Or, you know, in like fucking um, uh, like someone could be in Australia. You know, mm-hmm. like I. It's it's really like it's timeless. You know. It's, Universal. It's
1: an amazing feeling. Yeah.
0: So uh tell me uh so yeah, where did internet girl number one come from? Explain uh, the (laughs) title. Yeah.
1: This is funny. I I don't know if this is gonna embarrass myself, but I've always been open with the fact that I'm a Tinder user. I feel like it's part of our generation. I've never really been sorry about that. I've I've always been like a single person and I like when I was a freshman in college, I made a documentary about Tinder where we like went and like filmed Tinder dates. And like, (laughs) yeah, like it was, it's nonsense. But I've always just been like really fascinated by this app of like people out here trying to make connections, whether that be like a fuck or like a long-term thing or like just trying to like meet people and like gain community. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that that's so interesting. And so I was like on Tinder at one point and bro like called me an internet girl. And at the moment, like I thought that that was so funny I was like that's ridiculous like (laughs) sure like I guess that's me like I am addicted to my phone so I suppose so Mm -hmm. I changed that to my Instagram handle just like as a joke but like the name really kind of stuck and like I feel like it really does kind of like embody who I am as a person um just in the fact that like so much of my community and so much of the gains that I've made has come through like the blessing that is like social media and the opportunity that our generation has had to like make these connections with other people and so like the project being called internet girl number one i mean like that's like an identity for me most definitely but i think like beyond that like it's meant to be a greater commentary on the idea of like we are in an age right now of the internet and like we all of us are so affected and everything that we're doing is impacted by that and like The way that we understand news, the way that we understand our lives, the way that we communicate and understand each other is so greatly impacted by that. And I think that, like, you can hear that in the tracks as well. I mean, like, I'm singing about these experiences, but, like, all of our experiences are being shaped by the way that we're affected by the internet. And so, like, to just own that identity and kind of, like, claim that for the project as well, I think was just, like, naturally, like, the right move for me.
0: For sure. Oh, that's so true. I mean... This would not be possible without the internet.
1: And neither would Liza Jane, quite frankly. I mean, like, I could be out here doing what I'm trying to do, but, like, I don't think I would have met the people that I had if it weren't for the internet, one. And two, like... I would be out here doing shows in Milwaukee, you know. Yeah, like I, Like yeah. I, there would be no listeners in Japan. Right. You There's know? Some so, <laughs>
0: they, They're doing those talent scouts and shit, like no, on the exactly. shows. Still, you know, it's exactly. like. But thanks to the internet, it's like people from abroad can experience what you're doing. Yeah. And, and like you said, you have no concept of who these people are. They don't know who you are, but they're hearing your music, and you know that that music could affect somebody in a profound way across, you know, across the fucking world, um, which is so crazy. The internet is like such a, it's, you know, as virtual as a lot of its culture is, you know, uh, it builds community and it, it really does, um, you know, build, it's also really helped build our Milwaukee creative scene in, in such a way that, you know, I, it helps, it makes it feel like, you know, we can actually really make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. So,
1: And that's the thing too, I mean like, previously too I feel like there's there was limits or bounds on the type of music that you could be creating because if you wanted to be creating the type of high quality production that I really feel that my project is, um, you had to be working in a studio or with a label or with people that are going to be really dictating like right. what your music can sound like Particularly because like I'm not really working with like a band like it's not like I've got a band Like right. I'm working with people who have like right. the technology You're the to create solo these songstress. Sounds. No exactly. Yeah, so like to to even just get to create like these songs that don't really fit into one genre that don't necessarily meet the status quo i mean that's always a huge conversation that we're having with Mm -hmm. people is like they're like what's your genre and i'm always like i i can't tell you yeah because it's just one of those things where it's like i wouldn't even necessarily want to be put into they imply barriers you know they put you
0: in a box and like you're making good you're making music that people can uh take meaning from (laughs) yeah yeah so like yeah I, i i i don't like genres either but i yeah so um yeah so now that the album's out what's next
1: um that's a very good question i think uh right now i'm really just trying to like continue to push the album i mean it's literally been out like t- two weeks so mm-hmm. we we still like definitely want to spend some time like yeah. giving giving some love to the project and, and giving it the well-do because you know you spend like nine months on the front end mm-hmm. you want to give yourself that same amount of respect and time to respect the work that you've done yeah. Um, yeah. but i think like from a general standpoint i um i'm always creating music i mean i've, I've like I said, we're creating new music all the time. I'm surrounded by amazing producers. I mean, Spice God, Neely, <laughs> Eli, you know, Trip. Yeah, you know, like I've got so many amazing people in my corner that I can collaborate with. Like, um, the, the creating is never gonna stop. Um, I think. It's definitely, this is an interesting time in my life just because I am in my senior year of school. I am about to be shooting like a full like film like as my senior thesis. So I definitely am a very busy individual, but I think like primarily I uh, just want to like continue to create and continue to grow my sound and grow and continue to understand myself. And quite frankly, I really want to get into producing myself. Mm. Um, I'm taking a piano class right now, so that's like one step in the right direction. And that's the ultimate goal for me at the end of the day is to be, 100% responsible for my sound. I'm very thankful for my producers, and I think that uh, the track that they have me on right now is exactly the one that I want to be on. But I mean, like, you know, Tyler the creator uh, just released Igor uh, yeah. this previous year, and like, he was 100% responsible for that production. And you can look, it took him that many projects to yeah. get to that point. But to just to know that there's other individuals out there that have like had that goal and have that made that a reality for themselves, that's definitely something that I want to do. So I think, yeah. Uh, hopefully, like, maybe the next project I'll have, like, a track that I, like, produce myself or something along those lines just to continue to grow myself and and just also to, like, try to really, like, portray my vision as accurately as possible because at the end of the day i mean like it's all up here it's all in my brain i'm sitting in class writing songs i'm on the bus writing music i'm sitting at work writing music like i'm thinking about this shit all the time it's on my brain so to to be able to really fully truly translate the stuff that's in my head i think that that's ultimately the greatest goal for me fuck
0: yeah i love that i love it i love it so i'm just like really really happy for you i'm excited (laughs) to see where you're going to take it thank you and um yeah I, I think that you have um just a really good handle on from in a year how far you've come with you know your creative process mm-hmm. it's you miles know, <laughs> mile, right yes Um uh, mile kilometers <laughs> and um I and I can't wait to you know maybe in a year from now we can revisit this and talk everything from now up to then and, and also just yeah like I'm really just really excited to see you expanding your horizons and really falling in love with the process so thank you so much awesome. i'm very excited too <laughs> um so uh we're gonna close out um so my closing questions i ask every guest Why it, jane what keeps you up at night
1: oh no i wasn't ready for this <sighs> actually wow i should have done more research that's okay what keeps me up at night shit I don't know. Wow. I feel like I was ready for all the questions and you hit me with that one and I don't even know what to say. Maybe Geez, I don't know, Love Island. I watch a lot of Love Island. Wow. Actually that's the answer. But, love. Island. Yeah. I it's it's garbage. That's like <laughs> it's trash television. That's like if you want to know something personal about me or anybody that really knows me knows that like I love garbage reality television. Oh, yeah, right. But but I'm aware that it's garbage. Yeah. So like it's okay. Like to all the film majors that might be watching right now, like I know it's bad. Um right. but yeah, I've definitely spent way but too But that hard. can be so what chews you out. After yeah, after yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, what puts you to sleep though?
1: What puts okay. me to sleep, um, yeah, good music. Good music, good music and happiness, you know? Like just being peaceful and, and being in a position where I I know that I've done what I need to do and, and that like good things are coming. There's no better way to fall asleep.
0: Yes. As, it's too exciting to, it's so exciting that, you know, it tires you out and you're like, man, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and move <laughs> forward, like, to get.
1: Get it again. Get it yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Likewise.
0: Listen to Internet Girl Number 1, uh, streaming everywhere, and also uh, Liza Jane will be at Bremen Cafe on October 13th. We'll see you then. Uh, thank you for watching Mr. Nice Guy, and we'll see you next time. sky.